0: And thing. welcome back to Rad Country. I didn't say Rad Wash this time. Yes. Uh, nope. You got it right. Good. Time. Yeah, nice. I'm not stupid, as stupid as I look. So that's nice, uh, <laughs> dude. After listening
1: to our last episode, I'm not gonna lie. This is why I shouldn't listen to our episodes. Like, what? Well, I don't know. We both on sounded. It was so dumb. I, I'm not even gonna Either. call you dumb. You were fine.
0: No, what I'm was gonna say is I was tired that night. Like usually this time of night, I'm like, I'm like starting to really wind down, and I'm like, yeah. this is a hard a hard time for me to like re-energize and like, because I get up at like, yeah. I mean, I get up at three thirty in the morning and work out, and then it's like, I've been up for a while at this point, so mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> that's okay. I stayed yeah, home it's, it's, with Will. he's He's sick. So I got to take a oh, nap today with him, which was that's nice. The worst. Just so um, a couple months. Yeah, I felt bad too as the doctor's probing his ear, trying to find his ear infection. And he's bawling like hard crying, like trying to reach for me. And I'm like, Yeah, you just gotta do it. Everybody does. Anyway. Uh so show announcement this weekend. Just real quick before we get started, since there is a country part to this rad uh that's right i do i'm i'm playing this weekend at skybox on saturday in omaha um from eight to uh usually about 11 11 or 12 <clears throat> just depends on yep. how the crowd's where about, reacting
1: where about in town is skybox
0: so skybox is basically 168th of harrison okay. there's a little strip mall in there and well, I guess strip mall, but I don't know what you call them. But there's a, a line of different <laughs> little restaurants, stores, and all this stuff. Yeah. There's Taco mall. Bell on the corner. Stripper mall. Yep. Stripper. This is Stripper Mall. We're Skybat. It's only for 168 hours. Yeah. Yep. Eight yeah. o'clock Saturday night. You're. Then, I've been
1: watching you on social media. It feels like you're playing lots of shows right now.
0: This is awesome. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting back it feels nice to be playing shows again because it's like, it's felt good if I can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have been getting sick off and on because in between this, then I'm traveling for work and it, it's mm-hmm. hard to like travel, come home. And then now, you know, family life. And then, Oh, I've got a show that's going to run till midnight. Like I just said, I get up at three 30 in the morning. So I'm pushing like being up almost 24 hours at that point. <clears throat> And I, this past Saturday, I played a show thurs- Thursday when I got, like, I came back on St. Paddy's Day from Chicago and went, literally got off the airplane, went home, packed my stuff and went and played a show. And then I came home and I was starting to feel nice. like just kind of run down a little bit. Like I was just throwing myself mm-hmm. too thin. And then Friday came around, and I was, like, starting to get a hoarse voice. And I was like, oh, man, no, this is bad timing. And so I played Saturday night at Skybox last Saturday. And really, it's usually, like, you if you're going to play a show, like, and you're going to play sick, you have to, like, before the show, you have to mentally just commit. Like, hey, whatever happens, happens, and you're just going to mm-hmm. do it. And so there's been many times, I mean, I'm not one to ever turn down a show unless I'm like literally deathly ill. And there's only been like once or twice that I was like seriously sick enough that I couldn't, there was no way I was going to make it happen. And I went, I got there. And I mean, as long as I keep water in me and like, I don't try to overdo it, I guess. Like I just kind of sit down. The thing that sucks is like whenever I get sick, I like get aches and pains in my back and
1: so staying like that's
0: where the guitar that probably sucks a little bit it's fucking horrible and so by like hour three hour three my body's like ready to fall apart do you bring like a special
1: chair or do you just use a stool
0: well I've played at these places enough that I know what they like provide um, so mm-hmm. I know what I'm going against, but actually I'm sitting on the stool that I usually carry around with me. <laughs> and um, it's just uh, one that I got from um, Guitar Center. And mm-hmm. so it's padded. I don't really like to have a, a, a backrest because it gets in the way of like trying to turn in case you have oh, to turn. Yeah. But it was a really, really good crowd actually last Saturday. I was super surprised that place is kind of hit or miss on whether or not it's going to be, you know, good or bad and mm-hmm. there was a a group of like guys and have you ever seen the movie I'm trying to think the one where they like drive across the country to go steal the script to Star Wars
1: no fanboys
0: fanboys yes yeah There's, i haven't uh, seen that so, Okay, so there's the long, for people that are listening that have seen this movie, there's a guy on there, the bigger guy that's got the long hair that lives in his mom's garage. There was a guy there that acted to a T just like that guy. And, like, you could have swore it was him. And really? he, like, kept it, he kept it, uh, his, his name was Walter. And, uh, Walter, if you're listening to this, I'll see you this coming Saturday <laughs> um, because you promised awesome. you would come. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. He kept it entertaining. And by the end of the night, I was just like, oh, I feel fine. Like, I mean, the thing that does suck is, like, after you're all done and you just want to, like, collapse, like, you, oh, I still have to carry all my gear out. <clears throat> so find another gear. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. That's hey, right. hey. Just keep moving. Um uh, so that's a show announcement. And then, of course, I've got nice. we'll have another we'll have another podcast here. Um, actually, this Friday. That we're going to shoot with Stuart Ray, which is rescheduled from mm-hmm. this evening. He, he had some stuff come up and uh, we're going to talk music and stuff with him. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. So look forward to that. But next next Saturday, back to Maryville missouri and playing at the pub mm. so if you listen to this from back there see you then um, see so the one what is one this cool other thing news? man so this is this is year five that i have not had a beer and so awesome. every single year since i've since i've got sober ultimately so the first year mm-hmm. i just I always what I always wanted to do was walk from Bedford, Iowa to my grandparents' house, which is roughly 20 miles. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to to do it to prove a point to myself that I could. Well, I had the idea mm-hmm. whenever I was like still drinking, so I never could have accomplished it then my body would have just never made it. And I as soon as I got sober, got out of rehab. I made a plan and I was like, I'm going to do this. And i like, I was better at marketing then, I guess you could say. Anyway, <laughs> so I was pr- promoting it like, hey, if you see me, like honk or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And um, so I walked it. I can't remember how long it took. It doesn't matter regardless, but uh, it was a big deal. My grandparents, I walked to my grandparents' house from there. They met me. Um, it was a, it was a huge deal for us as a family. It was kind of like the last, Hey, it's, we're done with that, that point and no more drunk dials, no more crazy shit. So, um, and then every year since I've done one, a 17 miler from basically at the humane society in Omaha down to Capehart road, which is about 17 miles. And just depending on who's available at the time, it's been mostly Miles. Miles is listening. I know he is. Uh, Miles, <laughs> hey buddy, thanks, thanks for always. Hey man, and genuinely, I know you're listening. So thank you for always having my back and everything, man. You are like one of those true friends that like I could call at any time of day to help me out. So thank you, man. Uh, Jackson Stone, Shout man, out to another audience. Hello, yeah. Jackson Stoneman, um, and uh, just Tony, Tony Brown, guys from the gym, from Iron Hero, uh, the, the original gangsters from there. And uh, so this year, I played a show last Thursday, and actually I'm wearing a hat, which nobody can see this, but uh, it's I met a bunch of people that um, are plugged into the veterans scene, um, veterans, like helping veterans scene, let's just say that. And so ultimately there's, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm still like trying to figure out, like, how do I fit in the picture? Like, how am I going to get Mm -hmm. involved in this? Anyway, anyway, one way I figured I would do that is every year they have a 50 mile March, right? Mm -hmm. So they march, they march from Lincoln to Omaha, And which is roughly about 50 miles. And so Mm -hmm. they only take 50 people, I think, because of like logistics reasons. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I think they opened it up in January to uh, people who wanted to do it. And I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be like, there's not going to be any slots left. And so they, they gave me like an email, like, Hey, just email this guy emailed him and i was like hey you fill out an application like they want to make sure that like you're not going to die and so yeah. um, it is 50 miles so i fill it out and then like at the re- end of it the reason why is like why do you want to do this well, well uh, my whole story my, not the whole story but part mm-hmm. of it you get the trailer um and then uh <laughs> yeah. and so uh I signed up for it. And then I get an email right back that says, Hey, congratulations. You've been accepted. Um, you have to do the uh, qualifying ruck March, which is a 10 miler on May 6th. Mm-hmm. So May 6th from 10 30 at night until two 30 in the morning, have to go ruck 10 miles to qualify for the 50 miler. And so mm-hmm. now I've already like, I'm, I feel like I'm like, I've done this every year. So, I mean, this is going to be a lot longer. Of course, it's 22 hours of of marching on the road with uh, a rucksack or backpack or whatever you carry. And uh, yeah. so now my brain's in like, has brain has been an overload the past few days. Like, okay, what didn't work? What did work about the past four years? And what, what can mm-hmm. I make work this time? It's like, well, Usually, I just went out and did it. I'd never really, never really prepared, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm an idiot. Kind of like I just need to build up to it. And so, so basically, yeah. uh, got on. I bought some rucking shoes not too long ago from Go Ruck. Uh, shout out to Go Ruck, uh, which is a website for people that ruck march. Uh, military veteran owned. And they make some Mm -hmm. pretty uh, awesome boots for just this occasion. And so that bought a new rucksack, which is, uh, for those of you that are in the military that are listening, it's not the large rucksack. Um, It's the Molly 2, which is uh, the smaller, medium-sized rucksack, which is actually a lot more compact, nicer. And it's got, like, basically air pads on your back. So you don't. Get all beat up during, well, what will be 50 miles. <clears throat> and so uh, what is that for us civilians? What's the Molly
1: too? Like, what you're saying it's a medium size, but like for me, I'm in the military. Is there like a, uh, um, like, how many gallons does it hold?
0: It's not how they're I think it said, I think it said 50 liters. liters. 50. Okay. Yeah, compared to it will probably be 100 liters um, to the larger size one. So you're getting um, quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, and usually what, what I is think. It weigh? Well, I think the minimum for what you can do is 15 pounds. I think that's mm-hmm. what they require. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know it'll probably be like, Hey, I'm going to carry what I need to survive. Yeah. Um, so I've already reached out to John Brent, um, my, uh, nutrition coach at the moment and said, Hey, just a heads up in August, (laughs) we need to prepare, you know, like my food and everything else and start building me up for, for this. So, um, putting my feelers out there and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been slowly, purchasing things regardless. Um, So in actually next month here in a few weeks, I go down to uh, Jefferson city, Missouri for a week. And I do a survival course um, with uh, Sigma six survival. It's basically like for those in the military, the SEER school, that's what it is. It's civilian equivalent, which is survival evasion resistance escape school. Um, Mm -hmm. so ultimately you're gonna, for a week, I'm going to go live in a tent, um, and learn how to, man, there's a long list of things like how to survive in a wooded area, how to survive in an urban area. Um, if Mm -hmm. you're low on stuff, um, how to, if you're captured, um, how to get out of like certain like handcuffs, like I had to buy a lockpick set. I had to buy like handcuff keys and all this crazy stuff. And I was like, this probably doesn't look good on the FBI fucking hit list. Um, but it looks um, like you're
1: going to go to a training for a week.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, knife fighting skill, uh, Mm. knife fighting skills. Um, and then, uh, at the end, I think it's like the last 24 hours, they literally capture you. Um, and you have to go through an interrogation phase. And that's the only thing that I'm like nervous about, I guess. Not really nervous, but I'm like, I don't know how mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to react. Cause I think they actually waterboard you, um, which is going to is super intense. I've like been oh. practicing on myself. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Interesting. Yes. I've had friends yeah, do that's that not to something me. I really wanted to go, know how
0: bad it is. Do, so <clears throat> it's fucking horrible. It is. It's you terrible. Like you're it's the worst thing in, in the worst, worst. worst Yes, worst I could not take it.
1: I was like, ah, I could fucking do that. I could do that. No. <laughs> yeah. I could see you need to yeah, – Yeah, that's the only – To prepare for that would be smart.
0: Yes, mentally. Because it, it is – it's all mental. You're not actually drowning. But right. I don't want to be the one guy in the room that doesn't make it. <laughs> He drowns. Oh, he this guy drowned. That's weird. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just felt like uh, with everything going on in the world right now, I need to have some better uh, skills. I guess you could say. So here we are. That is making things happen.
1: Fascinating. First of all, congrats. Sounds like being selected is not easy. So, congrats.
0: I. I don't know. Um, I think it's more of like, Hey, can you do it? Like, Mm -hmm. um, because it's all mental and, Mm -hmm. um, I know 17 miles every year is like, like by the time we get to the end of it, it's like, Oh man, like Mm -hmm. ready to not be doing this anymore. Um, but Luckily, there's a lot of Zoom calls and stuff like that preparing. So, you know, these guys have been doing it for a lot longer than obviously I have. So I'm sure that they'll have things to say, do this, do this. So,
1: dude, I was just telling Becky that I want to go on a hiking trip this year um, for like a week. I want to go. That would be good prep. Where to? I don't know yet i'm thinking colorado oh. oh nice! i really really loved glacier um and i would love to go back there there's so many trails that i didn't get to do um <clears throat> and ones that i would do over again uh-huh. but i've also not done um i can't even think of the name of the park now it's a national park um in colorado
0: Rocky Mountain National Park, geez, Louise. <clears throat> Rocky, Rocky Mountain? Yes.
1: So I've kind of driven into it, but I've never done any of the trails there, so that'd be fun.
0: That'd be really get cool. Get out on back way. Country, unplugged for a while. Back Country.
1: <laughs> back Country. They're sleeping <laughs> with bears. Sleeping with the bears in the woods,
0: dude. I was watching a video. I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that like spent like 13 years going and talking to bears and like trying to understand them and be friends with them, and then like the last year they fucking ate him. Like, yes. Oh dude. my god! It, I there was there was like a sound clip of like it happening, and I'm like, this is absolutely devastating for me this evening. <laughs> Right. That was a documentary.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh dang it. What was the name of that? That guy was
0: they, fascinating. He really was. Um, the more you read his story, I was just like, well, no wonder he didn't have any reservations about, you know, any of this. But the <laughs> thing that was like weird was his his girlfriend was with him and she had the opportunity to get yes. away but i think she was so traumatized traumatized by what was going on that she just like froze probably like shock and then the bear ate her too dude it was like right. no, some sometime after he was eaten Fuck. dude i was just that like just, sitting there so that grizzly man grizzly man. man is yeah. the name of the the
1: the uh, documentary Yes, dude, that was yeah. such a good story. It ended so horribly. It ended so bad, but probably the way that it should have, right? Like, that dude wanted
0: to be eaten
1: by a bear, probably.
0: I don't think in the, while it was going on, he wanted to, not from what I heard.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. I mean, he probably immediately regretted, like, wanting that,
0: but... Have you ever seen Have you ever seen the movie Almost Heroes? No. Oh my God, Justin! Like okay, well, I know John me. Benders. Well, tell me about John it. Benders. John Benders listening to this right now, and he's going shame shame. So um have gotta watch. What is it called again? Give it to me. Almost Heroes. It's uh, one of Chris Farley's last movies.
1: Uh. The
0: funniest movie you'll you'll ever see. It's just a spoof of Lewis and Clark, basically their exploration. Uh, okay, <laughs> and uh, uh. Um, there's they're like all at this camp, or all in this around this campfire, like just sitting there, and they're like a bear comes into the camp, and they're like Chris Farley like wakes up this one guy, and he's like, "Don't move." He's like, "You move, you're dead," and the guy goes my nose itches and he's like don't scratch it you scratch it you're dead he's like i don't know what's worse the bear <laughs> it- the bear of my itchy nose and, he's like, and he goes and he's like he scratches it real fast and he's like the bear oh like, shit ah, and grabs oh, him and he's uh, like uh, as he's as the bear's dragging him off into the timber he's like the
1: bear is definitely worse <laughs> <laughs> the bear is
0: definitely worse Oh. oh, heavens. Oh, heavens. So, All right. I'm, so, uh, I'm adding it
1: to my watch list as we speak. Good. Good. But,
0: um, so, so, John, you can rest easy now. Yes. Well, I'm jealous because this is going to be the first time you've seen it. And I've seen it millions of times and bought a copy of it millions mm. of times. So...
1: Yes, got it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know what I think.
0: So, all right, so the last time, so one other stipulation and people that that listen to this podcast. Um, one thing that and I'll probably share it on the page at some point, but in order for me to be a part of this 50 mile ruck march or 50 mile march, I have to raise $2,500 um, for, um, for veterans' mental health um stuff ultimately and uh so at some point i'll need some help from some people none of the money of course goes to me it all goes to the nonprofit 50 mile march so it'll be uh pretty cool i think last year they raised like it was over a hundred thousand dollars it was a lot so that's amazing
1: so um how do people do that is that information that you'll have coming up or Is there already something set up, like a page set up?
0: No. So after the qualifier in May, um, then they'll say, oh, you are eligible to do this. Um, Mm -hmm. You survived 10 miles. And so then they'll open it up to, like, I'll be able to start actually taking donations on. That's what they send donations on my behalf. Is that what they sent the hat for?
1: i'm holding my hat up so people can oh. put money in it
0: please sir may i have some more
1: <laughs> i have some more i have some more money no that, that's please, amazing I- dude and so it all goes so the 50 mile march is that what it's dedicated to is mental health uh for veterans
0: yeah veterans homelessness like, um, um, yeah. veterans veterans mental health um Getting veterans help with that. I think a majority of it is veterans homelessness, which is something that I did last year as well, which was uh, during my 17 mile ruck march. I took donations and uh, donated it to a homeless shelter, Alpha Omega, in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Um, Shout out to them. Um, And I mean, it wasn't much, but it was more than not giving money at all so um so this year a little bit bigger uh bigger pot but um so the thing is is like the 17 miler will still happen um prior Mm -hmm. to the 50 miler so um yep me and miles who's listening right now will probably be there i assume we do it every year together so and we never learn good lessons we always learn (laughs) that would be that (laughs) would be disappointing if you weren't there Yes, very much so. Yes. He's been Do you there know when like you're doing every that? Every year. That will most likely be June, July timeframe because that mm-hmm. would be like the, the midpoint. So I've got to look and see. So like what they kind of say is even if you're doing like an ultra marathon, right? You don't go out and run ultra marathons to get ready for an ultra marathon. You go out and do like smaller marathons and then Mm -hmm. go out and do the big bang, the big bang at some point. And so basically I'm going to treat it sort of like that is do these smaller ones, smaller, or smaller, build up, do the 17, 17 miler. And then by then I should feel pretty comfortable and like, Hey, did I make the right shoe decision? Did I make the right pack decision um, for my body? And, um, it's all like trial and error. It's always like you get five yeah. miles in and you're like, Oh man. I mean like the first year we did it, um, I wore fucking stupid. Um, I wore like no bowl cross training <laughs> shoes and my feet. I had the biggest blisters I've ever had in my life, which was a horrible idea. They're very flat footed shoes. And and it, they ruined no bowl for me after that. And so, um, the yeah. past couple of years though I got some Solomons last year which the Solomons actually like did a good job um, the only thing that like mm-hmm. sucks is like it's paved it's pavement so we use the Keystone Trail all the way to uh, uh, use the Keystone Trail all the way down to Cape Heart Road and it's just all paved I mean it's a trail mm-hmm. it's a paved trail and so I think if it was more like grass or like actual like trail, we wouldn't be so bad, but the the fact that it, uh, sorry, um, the fact that it, you still there? Okay. So yeah. the fact that it, it's uh, all paved, I think it, it wears on your feet differently. And so yep. I would be curious to see how it, how, how things react differently, but um I've got the uh if anybody's interested in what shoes I did buy for to try out first, it's the uh Mach v1s by GoRuck, which are um supposedly some of the best, but they're basically like my combat boots, my military combat boots, but more cushion. So
1: nice. I don't have a whole bunch of experience. <clears throat> As I call Becky, I wish I would have picked up the hiking um, hobby earlier in life. So I've only gone through a couple different pairs of boots and shoes to do, you know, to accomplish that. It's only been what I think my first like big trip was three years ago. So yeah, I, I really uh, had the opportunity to go <laughs> through a bunch. But the ones that I used in Glacier, like we were fucking stupid. We listened to this ranger who had no idea what she was talking about. We ended up doing like 18 miles in a day and we had no prep at all. And this was like, I don't know, 2000 ish feet elevation change. So over nine miles. So nine miles out, nine miles back. Um, Dude, the shoes held up amazing. No blisters. The shoes stayed together. It was amazing. And those were Maryland.
0: Which which would, Oh yeah, Merrills. Merrills. Um, I was looking at those at Dick's Sporting Goods this weekend, a few pair of those. Um, mm-hmm. I like those a lot. I've got some Solomons that are like the whenever you Google like good rucking shoes, I guess. Uh, yeah. the these Solomons that I own are like the number one ones to, to use now. It's they're talking yeah. like hiking and back backpacking. They're not talking like military rucking. So
1: Yeah. Nice. (laughs) I'll be curious to hear then what you think. Cause like I said, I think I'm going to go back out this year and for new boots.
0: Yeah. Well, best time to do it is like, I'm glad they're doing it in like August timeframe. Kind of, um, it's usually still warm then getting warmer. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see. It's all about hydration, sodium intake, uh, rest, sleep, of course, which Mm -hmm. is anybody listening. Sleep is super important. You don't perform well if you don't sleep. What trail system will they use? Is
1: it just like, uh, I'd imagine it's the same kind of route that they use for uh, market to market. If you've ever done that. (laughs)
0: I've never done market to market. Um, I've not looked at the, I, I've not seen a strip map of like where mm. the, I think, well, they have like a, a convoy that follows them, you know, like people that are like, uh, I think they have like police officers and stuff like that, that are making sure nobody gets hit by a car. Mm. Um, That's awesome. and so, so I think they take most of the major road. I mean, 80, but, uh, We'll see. I'm not okay. sure. That would get kind of, kind of dicey at times. You know, people fall asleep yeah. and shit.
1: Well, maybe Highway Six is that the one that runs like parallel to eighty, going to Lincoln? <clears throat> yeah, I think you can pick I it up so. like at the <clears throat> the outlet malls. <clears throat>
0: okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would. I would have to. Uh, I'll let you know whenever I find yeah. out. We'll just say that. I'm sure we'll find out uh, at some point. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, excited. We'll see kind of what happens. And, and, uh, yep. That was my big news. Do you have any big news?
1: Dude, I don't have a lot of big news. I mean, it's just, it's all the same. We had a really good weekend. I can tell you about that. There was some cool shit that happened. Um, we did an online, so every every weekend we do Adventure Friday. Okay, so everybody, we rotate, who gets to pick the adventure in the family, right? Um, so <clears throat> Becky uh-huh. did a secret one. She didn't tell anybody what it was, um, but and then gave us kind of clues as we were getting closer whatever. Anyway, what it ended up being was a magician show uh, via Zoom. So you do it in your living room. Sounds dumb, but they send a box. And they send a box to your house, and they're like, don't touch this box until the show starts or whatever. And so you pull this box out, and you're like kind of – he's giving you direction as you're going. So, like, the magic is kind of happening in your own house,
0: in your hands.
1: Uh, So the tricks were super cool. He ended it with a bang that like completely blew everybody's mind. Um, It was so fun. So that was cool Friday night. And then it was our anniversary this weekend, um, two years. And so Becky had a whole day planned for us on Sunday where we spent the day in Ashland. We went to some wineries and then ended up staying at Kimberly Creek, which is like glamping out in kind of the country. (laughs) near Ashland yeah
0: yeah Ashland's got Ashland's got some money in it that's I was always so surprised because it's so small and the only reason I ever go to Ashland is for training which I'll be there next month but um yeah that's uh well that's cool that's uh train
1: at that place that's near Lenoma
0: yeah Camp Ashland yeah Okay. So, you so want that's to know? where the first United States COVID, COVID-19 victims went. You're mm. right. Up. I remember hearing In that. In the United States. Years ago,
1: when I was 19, 20 years old, right old age, uh, I was hanging gutters back then. And we did the gutters at that base or at that camp.
0: They probably come down at that That's my connection. They've probably disappeared at this point because that place has been flooded wow. I don't know how many times.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all well, right. There rebuild Rebuilder.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right after the last flooding, it was like, well, this place is done.
1: Oh, that's right. We had that, that <laughs> real bad flood
0: um, a few years ago.
1: Cool. Yeah. Three, I don't know. Rabosh, yeah, please Facebook uh, notifications.
0: Uh, yeah awesome yeah the uh i think what we need to do at some point too with this is is go to we need to have like a booth set up somewhere so we can do like like go to car shows or something like that and promote rad rad country i think it would be cool to go and uh Get out and just like meet some people, cool people, and uh, and just uh, get our name out there. Yeah, man. There's what's happening as as everybody, everybody that listens to this. This is our delay, uh, our audio. I think so. Yeah. Sorry, everybody that's listening to this. Though there was there was like a uh, we didn't have a plan for Rad Country. It was just more like we liked the logo and, uh, that made it cool. And we're (laughs) both really stupid. So, um, (laughs) so, uh, then, uh, we took this and created all 20 of you followers that are super awesome. And, uh, we've gotten to where we're at. And I think, uh, the one place that I want to do is like every year there's like a, a uh, haunted con in Omaha, and it's basically haunted. Like people come in, they like they have like ghost hunters guys come in and talk, and like it's basically like a comic con but for ghost hunting. And so that like, would be cool in? to get a yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that would be that would be cool to get a. That's okay. That'd be cool to get a booth there because there would be some interesting folks there for sure.
1: Yes, sir. I'm con. so down. Haunted con. Let's
0: do it. Yeah, I got to find out when it is. So <clears throat> probably like, and the only reason I know about Haunted con is like, I was, this is probably six years ago. Five or six. I can't remember. I was still working at the apartment complex and, uh, I'm like going through my junk mail, never do that. And then I randomly come across this, Hey, you want to go on a haunted tour of Omaha? And I was like, of course click. And, uh, there was like this group of people that were, uh, just going to throw some people in a van and take them around all these haunted locations in Omaha Mm -hmm wasn't very well organized um uh, but we went out i mean we went to like these graveyards and like no buildings or anything like that but just like a bunch of graveyards and that like, was some creepy stuff nice um,
1: we did one in Breckenridge once and this lady gave us like
0: these you're really these things really, uh, your vocals are really like crackly really i think you're i think you're too close to the mic no. Is that good? There you go. Yeah. Much better.
1: Is it better? All right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't know what to do here. Um, anyway, so we did one in Breckenridge once, and this lady gave us, like, these pieces of metal that you, like, hold up or whatever, and they, like, they're attracted to whatever energy is, like, around the area, as she's, like, telling us where these ghosts live in Breckenridge. <laughs> so...
0: That's cool. It's like, <laughs> I hope it's the Omaha like, one was the better. the help you find water. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. But then, I mean, that, that night ended, and uh, they were like, hey, we're doing a, an overnight stay at Malvern Manor in mm. Malvern, Iowa. Okay. Which is an old, like, basically hospital, like, insane hospital. I mean, you could call it an and asylum, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, uh, 25 bucks. And, uh, okay. <clears throat> so basically get over there and it's like, I took Stoneman with me and, and there's like probably 20 people that I've never met before. And we're all in this one room. That's like, we just walk in and like this room looks like a cafeteria mm-hmm. basically. Uh, it's not huge, but and there, um, they're like yeah this is where everybody's gonna sleep it's the only room that has air conditioning and blah, blah blah well then you go through this door and all of a sudden it's like you're walking into like an old abandoned house like literally old abandoned like ceilings falling through yeah. um, like the, the plaster's coming off the walls like it's <laughs> it's fucky. um <laughs> and so <clears throat> all our, i remember this kind of well but anyway you walk down the hallway there's doors on each side, which were probably patients rooms, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of kind of creepy. Um, and then you get to this big, long hallway. Right. And you can't see anything at either end of the hallway; hallways pitch black because, I mean, it's late at night. We got there at like 10 o'clock and they say they say. Um, so. You can sit right here in the middle of this room, take a ball and toss it down into the darkness of the end of this hallway and we've had it come back before and i'm like shut up get me the fuck out of here yeah right now i just shit my pants and (laughs) i don't i don't think um so i was like why don't we why don't we leave that until the end whenever Mm. i know i'm gonna go home and so there was another locked door at that end so we actually walked down and it's just like a long hallway that's got rooms on each side. Mm-hmm. And at the very far end right room, uh, there was a door that was all barricaded off, like a bunch of shit piled up in front of it. And they're like, yeah, that's the most active room. They have to put all this stuff in front of it because the door will just do its own thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, once again, get me the fuck out of here. I don't want to <laughs> be murdered. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway explore we're in there we're in there for like four or five hours go up to there's like little kids rooms you can tell it was kind of like set up to be creepy a little Mm -hmm. bit and -hmm. so there was this stuff you would go in and you're like i don't want to hang out in here i just get a, a weird feeling right i walk through a bunch of stuff and we go back, I mean, this is like four or five hours in and we're kind of like, well, I'm like tired and don't like, I don't think I'm going to stay here. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not like, not that I'm like afraid of staying here, but there's nowhere to really sleep besides a sleeping bag no. on the floor and no thanks. So the last room that we go into is like, I am assuming it was a big like dining hall at some point. Mm -hmm. where like the people that were in charge probably had a long table. They had dinners there. And then there's this like creepy photo of this like old guy that I think owned the house at some point on the wall. And let me tell you, man, like I was weirded the most weirded out and had like, you know, how static electricity feels like whenever Mm -hmm. you're like taking off a jacket and it just feels like something's pulling your hair off. Yep. I was in that in that room and it felt like there was static electricity around me, but I there was no reason for there to be. You know what I mean?
1: Mm. You were feeling the like presence. Ex-
0: yes, extremely strange. So <laughs>
1: the man in the picture. So
0: the very he was trying to yeah. give you a hug. So the the very last thing I did was went back in that hallway. And we took like a ball and we tossed it down and nothing, nothing ever happened. And they were like, yeah, I I mean, like you're not going to experience that just one time, whenever you go there, unless you're like rolling the dice and you just randomly hit a seven on and today's the seven. But um, like, there's a guy that I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but there's a guy that like owns it and he like does studies there like pretty irregularly. Mm. and have some crazy shit on the mount on the malver manor page on facebook to uh look at and see it just like different things moving around the house and and uh it's creepy man i don't know if i'd be like super comfortable super comfortable like hanging out there by myself
1: i'm good i'm out
0: yeah did you end up sleeping around the wrong No, we I ended up. I was like, Jackson and I were both like, dude, let's get let's get out of here. I don't like want to stay here. Like yeah. And that's just like not because I'm afraid, but because I just don't want to sleep on this shitty floor. So (sighs) let's go. Right. And uh, went back and crashed in my house. But um I don't know where I was going with that whole story, but um that oh yeah, because we were talking about that's That's how I met that group of people, and then now they have Con every year somewhere in Omaha, Mm -hmm. um, typically, and that would be a good place to like set up shop and do some interviews and talk to some people that have seen some crazy shit.
1: Yes, sir. Let's do it. Come out on a job one time. We'll do a we'll detail on a Sunday. We'll have rad country, rad country at rad wash.
0: That's just like a way for you to get me to come and do free labor yeah <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> it'll, it'll help uh, it'll help you prepare Game for you. your your trek the w- oh yeah yeah because I'm gonna walk on my hands the whole way
1: no it keeps you <laughs> docile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: piece of lo- the lotion on the skin. Uh, so ultimately, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a good Gross. story for the week. Yeah. Man. I will say that we, uh, have some, have some pretty sweet, um, interviews coming up soon or some cool people coming on the podcast. soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't name any names just because every time I do, it seems like they fall through. So the, uh, and i definitely this week, this Friday, we have Stuart Ray coming on here. And if you don't know Stuart Ray, he's a good friend of mine from uh, Manhattan, Kansas, originally. And uh, I do believe that he still is making the putting in the hours as a country musician down in Texas. But uh, I would like to bring him on so we can chat about how the music scene has changed over through the years since we both started. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it'll, it'll be a It'll be a fun conversation. He's got uh, he's he's got some good stories. I, like uh, we're gonna tap into some of the good <laughs> stories that Stuart has. He's played with some pretty like well known people. Uh, one as of recent was Gary Allen. Um, and if you know '90s country, you know who Gary Allen is. So
1: sweet. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yep. But um, <clears throat> well, buddy, what do you think? Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up
1: it was good good yep. doing it this week
0: yes agreed. see you in a few days and yep see you on friday and now we're getting more consistent that's
1: right that's what they say is the key to success consistency
0: i think uh I think one thing that we will do and one thing that will help keep my mind busy during the 15 mile March is we will do a rad country episode for an hour while I March and I will come in and we will talk about how much pain I'm in. Perfect. And possibly during the uh, next month's trek down to the survival course, that'd probably be a good one to share like stuff that I've learned. So
1: as you're being kidnapped. I wanted to be like super Murder. dramatic. Oh my god, guys! Oh. What the fuck's happening?
0: <laughs> Where am I?
1: <laughs> Justin, no, I'm serious. Why is he-
0: it's not. A, it's not <laughs> funny. It's not a podcast anymore. He's got a. He's got a podcast going on. Let's get him.
1: <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> uh.
0: um, <clears throat> but yeah, it'll be cool. Well, we've got some cool stuff going on, so. Everybody look out for, um, the new stuff coming out. And if you're listening, this is airing on March 22nd and all of you guys should have a good week. And if you come out to the show this Saturday at Skybox in Omaha, eight o'clock, I'll see you there. All right, brother. Hey, also call Justin, call Justin, because guess what? The weather's turning, baby. Weather's, weather, turning. weather's turning.
1: Weather's turning, and schedules filling up. So, get in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and those those cars got that crud on them. And Old Justin, he's all about getting in there and getting that crud out.
1: I'm all about getting the crud right out. That, right, Justin. That's the new tagline. We're, We're like- all about getting the crud out.
0: You want that crud boy, gone? I don't like crud.
1: Old crud gone.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crud, crud, crud gonna be gone. Yeah, just yeah. see, Justin. Uh,
1: we we do the best we, crud totally going in all the town.
0: <laughs> That's your catchphrase. It's crud be gone. You ain't got no crud. It. I can't handle. Uh. <laughs> um, we turned this into a Cajun podcast.
1: We did. <clears throat> we did. All That's right, for our buddy. That's for our buddy Matt.
0: People are. are Yeah. Yep. Enjoy. All right man, I will talk to you Friday.
1: Sounds good. See you brother.
0: Latest element here.